So it looks like things aren't going so well for Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, as basically the entire world knows by this point. The pair very famously, very publicly left royal life to move to America. And I think the plan there was to have the best of both worlds, to have all of the prestige and adoration that comes with being a royal, but all of the lucrative media deals that come with being someone from Hollywood. And you know what? Initially, after they left the royal family, it looked like they might be able to accomplish that. They secured some very, very big deals with Netflix and Spotify. But since then, the Netflix deal hasn't really worked out that well. As the BBC reported last year, Netflix canceled the Meghan Markle animated series, Pearl. It's explained that Archwell Productions, the company formed by the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, announced last year that Meghan would be an executive producer of Pearl. And the series was planned to center on the adventures of a 12 year old girl who is inspired by influential women from history. So that show, no longer happening, which I don't think is a surprise because it's like, who on earth would be the target demographic for that? Uh, feminist activist 10 year olds? Maybe. Not only that, but the series that Meghan and Harry did manage to release with Netflix called Meghan and Harry, their little docu-mini series, I guess, that was essentially a PR campaign in the form of a mini series. It tried to paint Meghan as just this inspiring, brave, philanthropic, genius actress who very stunningly managed to pull Harry away from his evil, toxic, racist, abusive family. Yeah, well, that was not very well received. It currently has a 19% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes and heck, even the critic score, that's a 46%. I think that series was so poorly received that now there are rumors that Netflix may not want to continue working with the pair. Netflix reportedly has no plans of extending its multi-million dollar content deal with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's Archwell Productions, The Sun on Sunday reported. According to insiders cited by the outlet, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's bombshell docuseries could be their only output with Netflix alongside the Invictus Games program that Prince Harry has already filmed and remains without a release date. The Sun quoted a source saying, beyond the current docuseries and the already filmed program on Harry's Invictus Games, there won't be any more productions. Though granted, a Netflix spokesperson at the time was quoted as saying, we value our partnership with Archwell Productions and are excited to share Harry and Meghan the series with the world. We continue to work together on a number of projects, including the upcoming documentary series, Heart of Invictus. So yeah, I guess there isn't concrete proof that Netflix is gonna scrap Harry and Meghan, even though I think it seems very likely. But what we did find out this week was that Spotify, yes, Spotify has in fact parted ways with the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, as we all know they so love to be referred to as. You see, the Spotify deal was another huge cash cow that Harry and Meghan had secured once they made their move to Hollywood and in the name of privacy started pursuing all of these different media contracts. And the Spotify deal was reportedly around $20 million which, you know, was not as much as their Netflix deal, but still a lot of money. Well, after putting out, I think, a single holiday special and I think Meghan Markle's podcast archetypes over two years, it's, it's official. Harry and Meghan won't be working with Spotify anymore. And we also have this now from Human Events. Meghan and Prince Harry are effing grifters, say Spotify employees after Royals failed podcast. Yikes, I know there are people out there who still believe that any press is good press, but uh, I think it's pretty hard to see been something like that as 
positive. In any case, we're going to be diving more into this news and what it means for the future of the Harry Meghan Markle brand. But first, I do want to say a big thank you to today's sponsor, Bonner Private Wines. Let me tell you about the amazing extreme altitude wines from Bonner Private Wine Partnership, especially their spectacular 9,000 foot Malbec. It's grilling season, we all know that, and their wine flavors go great with any meat you're going to have. They're unlike any wine you've ever tasted, blackberry, leather, smoke, and a little dark cherry. And what you need to know is that these wines are almost impossible to get on your own. The producers deep in the Andes Mountains, they make a very limited quantity. And today I have an amazing offer for you. If you visit bonnerprivatewines.com slash Lauren, you'll not only get wine for over 50% off plus free shipping, you'll also get a bonus bottle of small batch limited production wine from their exclusive wine cellar. So that is four bottles for the price of three. An amazing deal. It's a deal that's hard to turn down if you are a wine lover. So just visit bonnerprivatewines.com slash Lauren to claim your bonus bottle and become part of America's most unique wine club. That's bonnerprivatewines.com slash Lauren to get your wine today. And you know what? Even if you're not a big wine person, this makes an amazing gift for someone who is. Now, Harry and Meghan Markle, especially over recent years, they've had a lot of very negative publicity and polls show that public opinion of them keeps dropping. And basically what I've heard from Harry and Meghan's defenders, which yeah, there are still some of them out there, is that this is all just a smear campaign because the media hates them due to institutional racism and sexism. And Meghan is so brave and stunning, some people are also just jealous. But what I think is interesting is that you have people here, these Spotify employees who've actually worked with the couple, they know them, and they're still not fans. So, so maybe it's not just a coincidence that everybody who seems to know Meghan Markle, specifically, you know, the royal family, now these Spotify people, they don't like them. I don't think we can just keep blaming it on, you know, it's just, it's just racism and sexism and jealousy. In any case, though, uh, from the Human Events article, it says Spotify employees are speaking out about how difficult it was to work with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle on their failed $20 million podcast deal, calling them lazy and effing grifters as the former royal family member's popularity continues down a path of steady decline. The head of Spotify's international sports content, Bill Simmons, slammed Meghan and Harry on his personal podcast, referring to them as effing grifters and saying, I wish I had been involved with the Meghan and Harry Lee Spotify negotiation. That's a podcast we should have launched with them. It's explained that the Sussexes were canned from their $20 million Spotify deal after failing to produce enough content while also enjoying extremely low popularity among listeners, the deal was signed in 2020 and the former Royals only produced 13 hours of programming over the span of more than two years, the outlet reports. So I know there are people who are going to say it's just hearsay that they are lazy, but I mean, think about it. What we know as fact is that they had a $20 million deal and they spent two years but only made one podcast that I think had 12 episodes and then another holiday special. I think it's really it's really hard to justify why there would be so little output if they weren't lazy and or hard to work with. As someone who makes a podcast, I can tell you over the span of two years, you should have gotten a heck of a lot more done than 12 episodes and a holiday special. And that's even taking into account how busy Harry and Meghan must be because it's like, yeah, no matter how busy they are, the fact remains they were paid to do something, which it doesn't seem like they did. But the tarring of the Markles continues. It says Simmons recanted about the time he was forced to work with Prince Harry to salvage the podcast, telling his listeners, it's one of my best stories. I got to get drunk one night and tell the story of this Zoom I had with Harry to try to help him with a podcast idea. Other Spotify sources told Page Six that the failure of Markle's archetype podcast, which produced only 12 episodes, was attributed to Meghan and Harry being lazy and difficult to work with. So here's the thing. I can understand understand, hey, maybe Harry's just having a hard time coming up 
with an idea of what he would want a podcast to be about. But I think if that's the case, if the concept of having a podcast is so overwhelming, you don't know where to go with it, even after coaching, then perhaps don't take a $20 million podcast deal. I feel like what probably happened was Megan and Harry were just so happy to have this money thrown at them and Spotify is a big brand. It's a really positive association for them to have. They just took it without any thought or concern of actually having to do the work. And this article also clearly refers to the Archetypes podcast of a failure. And I know Markle defenders are going to say, how is it a failure? It was super popular. It was charting on the most listened to podcasts. If you ask me, that all felt a little bit astroturf because yes, Spotify was very, very happy to call the, the podcast a success. But I mean, let's face it. If people really were flocking to this podcast, there is no way they would have canceled the deal. I mean, they're not canceling Joe Rogan even after all of the flack they get for platforming him. Ultimately, Spotify wants listeners. And even if Megan were lazy and a grifter and just not hardworking, ultimately, if that podcast was such a success, they probably would have just kept the deal going, but they didn't. And I think that speaks volumes. I think what's happened here is that a lot of people in Hollywood, including Meghan Markle herself, basically overestimated how popular she was. And it's written here, while the former royals have reportedly compared their popularity and influence to that of Michelle and Barack Obama, are you kidding me? Meghan and Harry's multi-million dollar deal came to be a disaster compared to the Obamas who had a similar deal, which was a smashing success, page six reports. Here's the thing, okay, Barack and, and Michelle Obama, they are actually a big deal. It's a former president, first lady who is very loved by a lot of people. They have a lot of clout and a lot of pull. They're very influential. Meghan and Harry, by comparison, I'm sorry, you know, even in the UK at the height of their popularity, they were never Michelle and Barack. So the fact that the pair thought that they could translate a short stint on a lawyer show and being an ex-prince into this huge media empire, I mean, it's kind of laughable when you think of it. And it is noted here, uh, to be fair, that Spotify earlier this month said that they had come to an agreement to mutually part ways with Harry and Meghan amid news that the company would be cutting another 200 jobs. Perhaps there are some people out there who will say that this isn't due to anything Meghan and Harry have personally done. It's just that the company is going through hard times. That's why they're they're cutting jobs and they simply can't afford to have big talent like Harry and Meghan on, even if they are really popular with their listeners. But uh, that doesn't track either because even if Spotify were downsizing, cutting jobs, and the economy is tough, if Meghan and Harry were as big as they like to believe they are, Spotify would still want to keep them to draw in listeners as a cash cow. It's just, it's clearly not who Meghan and Harry actually are. So Spotify deal is done. A lot of people are saying that Netflix deal is done too. Who knows what the future actually looks like for Harry and Meghan. I think that Harry and Meghan thought that they could just do in Hollywood what they've been doing for the royal family. That's just going to events and being a personality, a face for things. But it turns out that even Hollywood companies uh, like Netflix, they still want results. They still want a product. In any case, that's basically all I have to say for now. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time.